This is Mornings with Pastor Adam on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast, and I'm coming here to you on this Thursday morning. Now, uh, right now, uh, you should know by now um, whether or not you had a good week, or at least by the end of today, right? Definitely by tomorrow morning. Lots of people right now are traveling on vacation, and uh, people are at least driving long distances, many people, to see family this week as we venture into Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, of course, falls on a Sunday this year, and so I'll be at my church for a good portion of the day on Christmas Eve. Then we're driving a little bit, um, and I'll be hanging out with uh, actually my brother-in-law's family. I know that's random, uh, but you know, it should be a good time. And uh, I would like to record and post one more podcast in a day or two, you know, like a special Christmas-themed podcast. But I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Okay, we'll see. It all depends on my schedule and what I got going on. But either way, I hope that all of you do have a wonderful and blessed Christmas time with family, friends, or yourself. Uh, You know, whatever your plans are um, or where you're going to be. Lots of us are probably taking vacation time right now from work. Um, A lot of people wait till this time of the year to use their vacation time up, and so forth. But even though it's Christmas time, the world as a whole doesn't take a break, right? You know, there are things still happening in the world right now. It's probably not a good thing for your mental health to constantly watch the news, right? Because most of what you see on the news is bad. Most of it's bad news. (laughs) But it is important, I think, to stay informed to an extent, so I'm not advocating against watching the news or reading the newspaper or getting news alerts on your phone or, you know, having the news app, you know, the ABC app, I don't know, any of these things. Spending too much time focused on it, though, is probably not good. Because with all the bad news in the world, we could probably start to lose sight of the fact that there is hope. Yes, the world is going down the drain. I hate to say it. But you know, the Bible predicts that all that will happen before the Son of Man returns, with all power and glory. But we often forget this, and we just focus on things as they are right now. God indeed has a plan for this world, though it looks at times as if he's abandoned us. (laughs) You ever feel that way? That God has not only abandoned you and your family, but also that he's abandoned abandoned, uh, the entire church, right? Or even the world as a whole. We see right now the events happening in the Middle East. We see the news footage of injured and dying children. And then turmoils aren't just limited to that of overseas, right? There are plenty of horrible things occurring in the United States. 
The homeless rate is skyrocketing. More and more young people now, my generation, are becoming homeless, turning to drugs, dying on the streets. Has God abandoned my generation? Some have suggested that millennials and uh, even Generation Z kids are now perhaps the most stressed out and emotionally depressed generation of young people. It's tough seeing this. This is why I myself have such a heart to bring the Word of God to young people my age. It's important. You know, it's, it's needed. But often we see so many people hurting and in pain. And we start to ask the same type of questions that Gideon asked in Judges chapter 6. We read at the beginning of this chapter that the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord... And for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza, and did, not, and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. And then we read that when they cried out to the Lord for help. God went ahead and called a man named Gideon. The angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash, the Abiezrite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now, Gideon said, the Lord has abandoned us and has given us into the hand of Midian. I think that sometimes we're like Gideon. God, why have you abandoned us? Why are you allowing this to happen? We got to keep in mind, of course, if God's allowing something difficult to occur in our lives, then he must have a reason for allowing it. Our knee-jerk reaction is to, of course, get angry when God allows something troublesome to occur. That's normal, right? That's part of our flesh. We get mad at God. But after you let out your frustration at him, <laughs> take a step back and consider, all right. God's clearly allowing this difficulty to occur, and so that means he's permitted it to happen. And so what then is he perhaps trying to teach me in this situation? That's the question that we need to ask more when we face troubles in this life. In the case of Israel, within the book of Judges, what we're getting here in chapter 6 is one instance of a continual pattern that we see in Judges with Israel and God's dealings with her. Israel falls away after other gods and pagan practices. 
God then throws them under the oppression of an enemy nation. They then cry out to God for help, and God then sends a prophet and or judge to deliver them. This pattern, this cycle, plays out multiple times throughout Judges. God will discipline his children. We read this in Hebrews chapter 12. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? Sometimes God's allowing you to experience something to teach you something. <laughs> Even little things. You get paired up with an annoying coworker at work, <laughs> the new guy they just hired. You know, he's talking your head off all day, or maybe he's a really slow learner at your job. You know, he, he's maybe lazy. You know, he's not putting in enough effort, not carrying his weight. And you got to work with him every day, eight hours a day, you know, and, and, and you're getting frustrated. And if your job is stressful already, all this is doing is adding up a bunch more stress. And you just start to think, oh man, I can't, you know, I can't take having to clock in every day and work alongside this idiot, you know. <laughs> but one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. So perhaps God is working on your heart. He wants to teach you about patience. He wants to remind you that no one is perfect. You know, we all have our flaws. And this person that you're working with is a flawed individual just like you are. <laughs> so be patient. They may have gone through a more difficult upbringing than you did. And so perhaps they struggle in areas that you don't when it comes to learning the job. But that's just one of many examples of how God will sometimes allow us to experience something inconvenient in order to teach us something. Now, in the case of Gideon, he should have realized that the reason why God allowed the Israelites to fall into the captivity of the Midianites is because of Israel's constant sin. It's a reminder to us, for when sometimes we look around at the problems in this world, and, you know, we ask God, Lord, what's going on? Have you abandoned us? The reality is that we have to consider that it's the world that has abandoned God. All the hardships, all the difficulties in this world, it's not God's fault. It's man's fault. We've kicked God out of the picture. My generation is indeed spiraling down into destruction. The millennials, the Gen Zers. <laughs> but if we kneel before the Lord and humble ourselves before Him, then we will see Him do something exciting. For the scriptures tell us, Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. So there is hope for my generation. In the 1970s, there was the Jesus movement. It was an incredible revival of young people. That same thing can happen in my generation today. That's if we get to the point where we're willing to let God in. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. A lot of people bring unneeded destruction to their life simply because they didn't let Jesus into their house. So it's time for revival. That's what I want to see in 2024. But back to Gideon. <laughs> he was looking around. You know, Lord, why have, we, why have you abandoned us? But God told him, in Judges chapter 6, Nah, Gideon, I haven't abandoned no one. In fact, I'm going to use you to carry out my purposes for Israel. Verse 14, The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have, and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my lord, Gideon replied. But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. But the Lord answered, I will be with you, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Folks, believe it or not, this is for us. You might be discouraged about what you're seeing in your community, in your school district, in your neighborhood, in your own church perhaps. You see depra depravity, debauchery. You see pain, heartache. You see suffering, tragedy. It's overwhelming you. But God is telling you today, hey, that's why you're here. That's why you as a child of God are there in that workplace setting or in that neighborhood or in that township or marrying into that family or whatever the case might be. We are God's representatives, and we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Our war is in the heavenly realms with principalities and demons and spirits. And as God's representatives, He is seeking to use us so that we indeed fight against and strike down these forces of evil in this world, so that a difference can be made, so that we perhaps do get a revival for this young generation. There is still hope in 2024. So may God bless you this Christmas season. And I'll be seeing and talking with all of you next week. I'm not sure if I'll be taking any break from this podcast for the week in between Christmas and New Year. I'm certainly not going to be posting anything Christmas Day, Monday. Um, so no mornings with Pastor Adam on Monday. Um, and y'all are probably going to be busy anyway. <laughs> But still expect to see this morning podcast next week. Um, and so this has been Mornings with Pastor Adam, everyone. I hope all of you have a wonderful Christmas. If you like this podcast, please share it with someone who you believe would be blessed by it. Uh, go on Apple Podcasts if you can and write a positive review for me. Give me five stars. That really helps this podcast go. Um, I also would appreciate you to uh, check out my website, westcoastbibleteacher.com, where you can uh, subscribe to my email newsletter. Um, and so whenever I post a new blog, you'll receive that in uh, email form. Um, and so all of that would help me as well. So this has been the West Coast Bible Teacher, everyone. Mornings with Pastor Adam. God bless you. Merry Christmas. And I'll talk to you all next week. 